Hey, everybody. This is Zach Marzo. I have David Melman here. This is the Melman Podcast. Appreciate everybody uh, out there who is listening, watching, uh, and engaging in what we're trying to do. Uh, we have a special guest on with us today. We're very uh, excited. It's Miss Kenyetta Gordon. She um, has recently published a book uh, that is available, obviously, to purchase now. And She's going to be talking about that a little bit more. I just wanted to welcome her, uh, let her introduce herself a little bit, a little bit about um, her background, how she got to this point. She can share a little bit about, you know, uh, what the book um, is, what the purpose of the book is and kind of her her mission with that. And, and uh, you know, we're going to jump in, into it from there. Uh, nice to have you on, Kenyetta. Good morning. How are you? Good morning. Good morning. Thanks for having me on. I'm excited to be on. It's an honor. <laughs> of course. We're excited to have you. Yes. So, um, yeah, share a little bit about, you know, who is Kenyatta Gordon? What's your background? Um, you know, as little or as, as much as you want to share about who you are. And, uh, you know, we'll jump right in. Well, I'm Kenyatta Gordon. I am owner of Create the Brand. I'm a self-communication and leadership consultant, um, speaker, host, and author. Um, I work with sales teams and professionals to attract the, their, their ideal clients and become what I like to say the choice and not the option. You know, uh, I recently have to say that I recently released a book, so I'm so excited about that. It is called Command Your Presence, and it's the first of my series, Are You Your Walking Billboard? And it is now available on Amazon. And of course, you can get it on creativebrand.co, which is my site. Um, I've, my, my background is I've worked with um, a lot of individuals and, and startup businesses and deal, dealing with brand strategies and business strategies, marketing development, PR, communications, everything, you know. And so um, working with them step-by-step on figuring out pain points and how to help them expand more. But recently, um, last year, narrowed down my needs because I've seen a need which is more so in the sales industry. And so now I, I work with um, sales teams or sales professionals, um, and actually everyone is a sales professional. You know, you don't have to have that title. We all are in sales. But working with them on how to communicate online and offline, that's what Commander Presence is about. It is a, a guide to effective sales communication online and offline. And I've always, I've been saying even before COVID came, you know, are you prepared for the new era of business, the new era of business? I've been saying for over a year. <laughs> and so now we are finally here. People are probably finally now they're like, oh my God, this is what we've been talking about. Yes, this is what I've been talking about because now we've had, we've made a shift and we've been forced to shift in a new way of doing business. And now a lot of sales professionals, they usually like, excuse <clears throat> me, they're used to working physically, you know, offline, one-on-one with prospects or clients. Now you have to learn how to communicate with them online to a world of people and figuring out how to um, convey your message to where it resonates with majority of people, you know, um, and become the authoritative figure. That's what the book is about. It is teaching you to become the authoritative figure and it's full of tips 
like literally just like your Bible. <laughs> I love it. Branding. Sure. <laughs> sure. When did you decide um, that you wanted to put a book together? Um, you know, with all the experience that you have um, in sales training and things like that, when did you, uh, I guess, start brainstorming the idea to uh, put it on paper? I am so spur of the moment, and I guess being the marketer, the branding expert that I am, you know, we usually a hit of the game, you know. Sure. Um, and so I created a training actually last year, and it's a self-paced training called Command Your Presence. And to me, marketing is all, it's a lot of psychology, it's psychology and research, it's a strategy. And so you have to understand people's behaviors in the buying pattern. And uh, you have to know that everyone learning, everyone's learning pattern uh, is different. Some people like to read. Some people like things given to them. Some people like to just be hands on. You know, so I took that training that I did last year. It was actually June, June 30th. I, I was going through something. I was like, oh, my God, I think it was June 31st of last year or something like that. And so I took the training. And create it into a book. And then me going into, um, and it, it just puts that information out there. I just want to make sure I give the content to everyone as best as I could, however they could receive it, because it's great content. I'm like, I, I don't want to boast about myself, but it's great content, all the reviews that I've been getting. And it literally, I, I thought about the way I like to learn. Is I'm one of those people who are like, don't just tell me that I need to do this. I need to know why. Why? Otherwise, I'm going to be defined and I'm not going to do it. I'm going to do my own thing. But when you tell me the why and you give me the tips, then I'm like, oh, okay, so let me try and put this into action. You know, so that's why I decided to create a book and give these why to why you have to understand gestures. Why is work stressing and inflection important when you're um, speaking to people online and offline. Why um, is recognizing your facial expressions or um, how can I not uh, be camera shy? Now, what are some reasons why? You know, so that's, that's, that's how I came about with the book. And then I'm known for RDO Walking Real Book. I've, I've been saying that. And so people know me for that. So I took that and then my other, um, I actually started writing another book. The part two. Sure, it. of course. What is, um, I guess, your, not definition, um, but what is the top, you know, one, two, three things to establish yourself as, you know, someone says, are you a walking billboard? Um, you know, what boxes do I have to check to say, yes, I am a walking billboard? You know, what should I be doing, whether that's you know, uh, you know, branding yourself and what you're wearing or, you know, communicating it to people in random places? Like, how do you become that walking billboard? So, okay, so that's actually my next book, but I'll give you a little tip on that. Cool, cool, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you give us the preview. Sure, sure. Yes. No, and, and, it, and it's awesome with what you say when you say everybody is a sales salesperson because they are. Whether um, they're in any form of their business, I truly believe that, you know, you know, you could be an admin or you could be an, an accounting at your business, but your presence in anywhere you are could potentially create that bridge to a sale or a close based on who you meet. So I think right. you're absolutely right when you say that because 
you know, we have clients and we have our employees that go to a Starbucks. Next thing you know, they're engaging with the, you know, somebody there. They find out they're in an accident or something. And now they're a client of ours. Their job isn't to market. Their job isn't to sell, but it's just human interaction and being a human being, but also uh, engaging with others and caring about what they have to say and listening, you know? So you're, you're absolutely right with that. I love that point you brought up. Exactly. And that's why I like to say, um, um, I always use the, the, um, the quote I like to say, no one becomes a lawyer client because of an ad. They become a lawyer client because of direct contact. It's understanding also your buyer's journey um, and the buyer's behavior. And so companies nowadays, I, I, I strongly believe, and I, I feel like a lot of companies, because of what we've recently gone through, are going to recognize this. Companies have to stop being afraid of letting um, their, their talent within the company become the brand themselves, should I say. Sure. Because at the end of the day, um, you have to utilize social media. You shouldn't utilize LinkedIn. You shouldn't utilize Facebook. You shouldn't utilize whatever platform is best for you. And then also understand, even though you're in this huge company, understanding, okay, exactly who is my niche? You know, who am I, who am I targeting? Am I targeting the younger generation? So this is how I'm going to communicate that when I'm online. You know, um, because then when they come to the company, they're dealing with that person and that determines whether or not they're going to stay with your company and they're going to refer other clients, other potential clients to you. 100% agree. And and like you Mm -hmm. said, the psychology of what they, what they think and how they are, because your approach with one uh, specific potential client, it can't be the same with the other. So you need to really understand them. You know, um, some people enjoy being, you know, when they talk, they enjoy being listened to for a long time. And the other person might be right. right to the point of, hey, this is what I want. Can you make it happen? So you have to adjust your mindset on every potential prospect client you can you can potentially work with. You know, um, if you have the same mindset for everybody, you're going to you're not going to connect with a lot of them because everyone's not the same, you know. So I like how you brought that up as well. It's a huge point, I think. You need to adjust and kind of be like a little chameleon, you know, and um, find out their sweet spot, understand, listen. And and another thing is it's not just like fake listening. It's They're going to sense if you're being genuine and you're engaging and not just saying, yeah, yeah, engage, go back and forth, you know. And um, I think if you can find that sweet spot with that conversation and they can actually see that you care about them, you're that much closer to the sale, you could say, you know. Right. You know. And, and it goes into the question you asked me earlier. Um, <laughs> the question you asked me earlier, um, how do you begin to, begin to build your brand? Uh, how do you know to? Right. And the first thing I'd like to talk about is self-awareness. Before you can begin building a brand, you must first know yourself and be confident in yourself and your product and know the product that you're delivering because the others can sense that. You know, so self-awareness goes into uh, building, like we said already, first you build the, the brand, I like to call it the blueprint, that's what I like to say, the blueprint sure. before you build the foundation in the home. Um, but it's also recognizing, okay, asking others, well, how, did you, how did you feel when you first interacted with me, when we first met, you know, whether it's your colleagues or whatever. Going back and looking at some of your old videos, maybe asking people, you know, what is something that I could do different, especially if you're not getting as much engagement on those videos. Sure. sure. Um, how are you interacting online? Um, I mean, not online, but in networking events. 
Um, and then there, there, I mean, it's, it's a six-day step. It's just six steps to becoming the choice and not an option. Okay. And well, so, um, go ahead. No, go ahead. I'm listening. I, I, I love it. Continue. Oh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and then I like to also talk about one of the things is the senses. I call it senses. And, but, um, in other words, I call it the, what psychologists call it, the happy hormone. What do people hear, see, and feel when they interact with you? And you know, the happy hormones, you know what that is, right? Yep, sure. Exactly. And understanding, like, the first thing that, when people first interact with you, they, uh, you take your hand or you smile. And it makes your, the potential of the prospect or your client or whatever feel a certain way. So making sure that you're smiling, because a lot of times when people are talking on camera too, they're like this and they're like, but I felt like I was smiling. And you're like, well, go back and look at that. And then the monotone, you know. And and then also understanding the tone and the mood of your fans that you're delivering. And that's a huge thing. You know, what do people feel when they constantly enter? Do you make people feel happy, sad? Do you make them feel bored? You know, do you make them feel angry, excited? And then being consistent with that every time they interact with people. You know, so there's so much that go. There's a lot, you know, positioning every day. The next book will be out by August. Okay. Yes, by August, because I'm actually speaking at a conference. I'm, I'm making sure I have it done by this. Sure, sure. And I can sense your passion and what you talk about. And that's one of the senses. I can sense that you care, you're engaged, and you really enjoy what you do. And I'm a big believer in you only have one chance to have a first impression. So like you brought up these um, the marketing events or networking events, right? We go to a lot of them in our business. And there's people there that we keep seeing, keep seeing. And there are some people, though, that go there to get drunk. And they're drinking, and then it's just sloppy. There's others that go there on the mission to, you know, create new relationships. Others are going there to uh, nurture current relationships, you know. So what is your mission? But then also that first impression, I'm a big believer in that. You only have one chance for a first impression, you know. Um, If I see you being rude to the waiter, you know, because you're across table from me, but then 10 minutes later you come over and you recognize me from somewhere else, I already don't want to engage with you. I don't like my circle is I want to have people around me that are good people, right? So don't give me a, a false, you know, first impression when I already watched you being, you know, rude or or just not not a good person, you know. So it takes one chance for me to really feel you out uh, when it comes to human interactions with others. That's how I am, at least. Maybe I'm wrong for it. Maybe I I can. Oh no. You know what I mean? Maybe I'm I. The same way. Yeah. You know, and that's how I am, you know, um, maybe they were having a bad day, but even people that have bad days shouldn't be rude to other people that are, you know, and human interaction and how you interact with other people. And when I watch it, that's the truest sign for me and how they are as a person when they don't think I'm watching them. So that's just how I am, you know. Exactly. Exactly. So, you know, that everything that you do, um, Someone once asked me, do you have two different, um, do you have a business profile and a regular? I'm like, no, because eventually the, the, the stage are going to come off. You cannot keep a facade, you know. Sure. So it's, it's good to be authentic. And we're in a world nowadays where authenticity is like top notch. You have to be authentic. Um, people want to know exactly who you are. And they, people, are attracted to certain like do not like me 
my thing is I used to be like very, very shy. But my friends didn't think I was shy. You know, so doing something like this was not, so I had to come out of that and feel the, the, the true need of the climate that I really am. And so I, I took a lot of things from that I would see with other professionals that I worked with that I didn't like, but I wanted to give that to other people. Right. And I had to just bring that out of me, that true me out of me, you know, so. And then this is what I was talking about. It's 24 seconds. So I'm like, you know what, Jay, you're going to love me. Are you not going to love me? I love that, you know, and, and it, it's you and it takes time to break through that shell and nobody could just go on camera right away. Myself personally, I'm not a big fan of it and I gradually got better. Zach, on the other hand, he enjoys it. He loves it. So it's, everyone has their own comfort level, but if they're, you yeah. know, if, if they're in an environment where they can gradually get better and better and feel better about themselves, um, it's, you know, the sky's the limit on what you can do and how many people you can talk in front of. And I know one of the points in your book were, you know, engaging with people and, um, you know, large numbers of people and being scared or not being scared, you know, um, stage fright, I guess, you know. So that's another hurdle that people have to uh, achieve to be more confident when it comes to speaking to others, you know, um, because you are, you know, I, I read, I saw that. Yeah, because a lot of but a lot of stuff that I talk about is things that I went through. Sure. Because I believe a great teacher teaches from experience. Of course. And so even for myself or for clients that I've seen, so I'm just taking everything and putting it into a book. So with the camera, um, camera confidence, um, a lot of times what we're afraid of, we're not afraid of getting on camera. We're afraid of what's on the other side of the camera. What are other people thinking? Mm -hmm. And at the end of the day, you have to remember, people are coming to your page, they're coming to let you speak, they're coming, you know, to conferences, never even, because they feel like you are an authoritative figure. You have some information to give to them. So you have to tell yourself, I will not fail, I'm not going to sell myself, I'm not going to sell my potential clients, my followers, anyone. I, because people are coming to me because they know that I am the authoritative figure in this area. And they need the information to take for me. To take for me. So, you, and then uh, one of the, the, the tricks I like to say do is I like to call it the Diane Sawyer method. Yeah, nice. So, if you're on camera and have a friend stand on the other side, of, I mean, if you have a friend, have them stand on the other side of the camera and you just talk to them, you know, as if you're talking straight to the camera, sure. or put a mirror and talk to yourself through the mirror. That's very cool. That's very, that's very different. I, people are scared of, they're more scared of the fear of it than actually doing it. And I think people, once they actually start doing it, they're like, oh, that wasn't so bad. And then they just start, you know, all the noise out there and all the, you know, haters, so to speak. Um, it's going to happen. It's going to come. But, you know, at the end of the day, our purpose is to um, you know, give valuable information to people. And if they want to be negative about it, then, you know, that's cool. Um, but we're going to still keep on, keep on moving. Right. Cause you have to remember everyone is not for you. You know, you know, every, everyone in the world is not going to be your client and you have to be okay with that. In order to be a great self-professional, a great professional, a great leader, you have to understand, or you have to be able to receive no. And you have to be able to know that everyone's kind of always agree with you. But that's where they remember I said the first stage is self-assurance, right? Mm -hmm. So when you're confident in yourself and what you have to offer, 
those things will not bother you. It's going to help you be even to go harder and be stronger and be that great person that you are because those will let take something from that no and learn from it to build your next level success. Correct. And it's really cool sometimes when, I guess, the haters or the people that, you know, that, that was my fear, to be honest. You know, people are going to question and, and they're going to, oh, look at this person, fat, skinny, whatever it is, you know, hairy, not hairy. They're going to find anything to make you feel bad. And that might be their way of feeling good about themselves, you know, whatever it is. But it's really cool when those people that are haters and haters, eventually they start seeing you and they see you're genuine and they become not haters anymore. They become, they, they're for you. And I think that's really cool when you right. can convert that um, in terms of positive thinking. And then eventually they're like, Hey, this person is real. And the points that they're talking about, I can relate to some of them, you know, because sometimes people are just not comfortable with their, themselves and that's their way of, you know, um, being, exactly. making themselves feel good. I don't know. But I just, I just think as long as you're genuine, um, people can sense that you have the right to be scared to go in front of a lot of people or a camera or, one-on-one -on -one sales pitch. It's scary when you're going to a potential prospect knowing that you have to make the sale. And if you don't make it, well, your bosses might be angry at you or you might not hit that bonus to the next level of this is the sale that you need to hit to get to that other tier of a bonus, you know? And there are butterflies and goosebumps, but if you can go in there with your mindset of knowing the senses, understanding the prospect and knowing, you know, just getting that down, I think it can make that transaction easier and potentially you can close the deal. Exactly. Exactly. You know? And um, one, one thing that, if you don't mind me um, tapping into one of my favorite chapters of the book, sure. um, and it's a short read too. Sure. It's a short read, but it's straight to the point. Um, I like to talk about inflection, word stress, you know, um, because people were they, they just want the content. They want the content. If that was a baby, they be haters or whatever. If you're giving great content, guess what they're going to listen. But understanding how important word stressing and inflection is when you're speaking to someone, you know, um, in the book I describe it as giving subliminal messages. You know, when, when I was younger, I remember they talked about how the cartoons, the Disney cartoons and stuff, they gave you subliminal messages and and parents didn't want to listen to it because of what it was saying. And so then you would go back and, re and rewind it so you could listen to exactly what is the blue message. What is, oh, I hear it. And that's how it is when you're speaking to people um, in public speaking events. If you're actually interacting one-on-one -on -one with a client, it's understanding what words to stress and inflect on. Because it tells them, oh, I need to grab onto this information a lot longer than all the other information that she's giving me, you know? Sure. So sure. That, that's vital. That is definitely vital. A good little trick to actually, you know, close them, get people to, to uh, be on board with what you have to say. And be like, you know what? You're right. Let me, let me do some research. Let me, I might want to try that, you know? <laughs> I think that, I don't know <clears throat> if this relates to, um, you know, word stress as, as you mentioned it in the book. Um, but you have to be like you were saying with being self-aware, you have to be aware and focused and listening to know, um, you know, uh, feel this person out, feel their energy out. And I've used the tactic of mirroring, um, which I think I originally first heard from Tony Robbins. Cause he said, you know, to relate to somebody, if you don't know who the heck they are, but you know, if they're sitting, they're laid back, they're super relaxed, then, you know, you can be a little bit more relaxed. If they're like super to the point and, you know, prim and proper sitting upright, 
you know, not swearing, not using any types of jokes, then, you know, maybe you shouldn't. Because if you're mirroring their behavior, you're more likely to um, connect with them. Or if they use the word fantastic, you know, when you start using the word fantastic, it just, something's happening there where you can relate to them a little bit more, which I've used in the past to try to connect to people. Because some people just are like, I don't know what to say or how to connect or whatever. Um, But I think that the mirroring or like you're saying, stressing certain words, um, in conversation is, can be very helpful. Mm-hmm. And, and I like to say, uh, people want to do business with those they look like or those they want to be like. Um, True. But in regards to that too, I, I like, until I like to say using what I call the sandwich method, sympathy versus empathy plus compassion. Hmm. And what you're talking about is that empathy, making yourself relatable. Sure. And a lot of times we go from sympathy and we go straight to compassion and we leave out the empathy. And the empathy is what builds that relationship. It makes people, it makes you relatable. It makes people like, oh, you are, we, we're just like, we're on the same page. You understand me, you know? Sure. That's huge. It's, you know, it's, it, it's absolutely crucial, especially to the formula you just said. If you're missing one part of it, it's not going to work. It's going to fall apart. You know, you can't miss exactly. a crucial part. Absolutely. I like that. No, I like that a lot. I think that the empathy, like you're talking about, you know, for, for us and, in or it could be any business, you know, a lot of times people look at the business like, oh, you guys are, the, you know, you're making money, blah, 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 blah. But like you said, if you can relate to somebody on a personal level, um, you know, to say that, you know, you're doing the best you can and you're trying to relate to them on a personal level, um, and be, you know, empathetic, like you're saying to their situation, and they feel that, you know, they're more likely to connect with you and not just think that, you know, you know, the hell with you, so to speak. Um, So I I agree with that entirely. And compassion, and passion, you know, for, for, for uh, short, we, we talk about a lot, because if you have the energy, and the passion behind what you're doing, you know, that, that has to be there. You can't be selling something online or in person that you really don't feel good about. It's it's so difficult to do. You have to fake it. Um, so I always say, you know, you have to really enjoy and, and be um, sold on what you're selling. And then it just becomes easy. You know, we're, we say it all the time. We're selling our service and it's easy because we're genuine and we're honest. Like it's all, it's just all facts. So it's easy to sell. Right. And I mean, it's going to show whether or not you're being fake. You know, people don't want to be just another quota, you know, in your, your, in your message, another, another number in your message quota. Sure. Mm-hmm. You know, 100%. Uh, they, want, they, want to, they want to feel like you genuinely care. And if you don't have the answer to something, people will respect you saying, you know what, let me get back to with you on that. I promise you, give me about, you know, 24 hours and I will have an answer for you. Versus you saying, yeah, I'm I can do that for you, and you really can't. They respect you a lot more. I'm like, you know what? They're very honest. Sure. I, I, I want to stay with them, you know. I want to give them a try. <laughs> yeah, one, 100%. So you say you have, obviously... Your book that's out now, you said basically uh, in August, that is the kind of next uh, chapter, for lack of a better word, um, in your life is this new book that's coming out in the future, which is which is really cool. How can people um, 
find you, follow you to either check out your book now or kind of keep track of what you're doing so that they can, um, you know, look forward to the future and what else you have going on. So you can, like, you can go to createthebrand.co. Um, I'm on LinkedIn, um, Kenya L. Gordon. But if you go on createthebrand.co, you'll see all my social media um, links there, Facebook, LinkedIn, everything. Um, all my events that I'm, that I'm doing, I'm actually doing an actual workshop. If you have the book, I've been told if you have the book, you really got a lot of action fit with me. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to do a lot of webinars. So on May 20th, 20, I'm doing a lot of webinars. I create the brand to actually break everything down to you and these exercises and practices. But also in August, I'm speaking at oh my, one of the best top 10, according to Google conferences, that's here in Atlanta, coming here in Atlanta, um, it's called Outbound Conference. So I'll be speaking there August. It was supposed to be in, actually just be coming up because of COVID, it's back to August 11th to the 15th. So you can catch me there as well. But the book, Amazon, but Amazon, I guarantee you, it's very insightful. You're going to love it. <laughs> That's awesome. No, we, we're looking forward to that. You know, stay connected. Um, let us know when that book comes out in August. We'd love to see that. And even the uh, speaking conference we're speaking to as well. You send us some info. We'd love to uh, follow and continue to engage and see how that goes, okay? I really, I think it's awesome. Great. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm Thanks for taking the opportunity to do it. You know, people are scared and they see our content and, you know, you, you commented like, Hey, I'd love to be on. And that's what it's about. You know, not just bringing people on that. We only know, like we've, this is the first time we've met you and we're connecting and it's awesome. And this is what this is about helping local businesses, you know, listening to them, you know, learning from them. And then also, you know, you have some amazing content you're sharing as well. And this is exactly what it's about. So we're thankful that you took that chance and uh, you, you joined us today. We really are. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> have a great day. Thank you. You too. Have a great Thanks. one. Thanks, Kenyatta. Bye. Thank you.